This episode is being brought to you by Freedom Flower, home of the craft cannabis infused seltzer. Looking to hit your local dispensary shelves here real soon? Y'all give him a follow on Freedom Flower VT and he'll keep y'all all up to date on when they will be released and where they'll be released. These tasty beverage flavors include blood orange, mango, cardamom, ginger, and lime. And these are low doses beverage, five milligrams. So you can take these on the mountain skin. You can take these on the beach with friends. Hey, you can even listen to your favorite podcast while drinking one of these. So y'all go over and give him a follow on Instagram, Freedom Flower VT. And in the meantime, sit back, relax, light one, and enjoy another episode of Canisations with Chris. This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than Canisations with Chris. And welcome to another episode of Canisations. Can as Canisations with Chris, I am your host, Chris. We have somebody on today that drove 50 million miles to get here. <laughs> I used to work in Rutland, so I know Middlebury. I used to leave from Essex, no, Southern, South Burlington, wow. and to drive to Rutland once a week. And uh, so we would always go through Middlebury. So, But uh, without further ado, we have the great... The great baker, if you will, <laughs> Martha Brule, right? Is that Brule? Yeah, it's Brule. You got yes, it right. I got it. I remember because I remember when I first seen it, I was like, I said it wrong and you said it, or I think it was your mother first. She said Probably. It. And uh, she was like, no, that's it. And I was like, all right, I got to remember. It's so, different. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That was a while ago. We're, it was warm outside. Oh, it was warm. <laughs> I know. Uh, spaghetti straps and white yep. beaters and <laughs> towels for the fat people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, this has been in the making since, when was that? June, July? I think it was September when I met you. Oh, yeah. September. Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was really warm, though. It was. Um, But yeah, I remember meeting you and I was like, I want to be on his podcast yeah, at some point. <laughs> I did it. You did. I'm excited. Did. It was a, it was, I'm glad. It, I know I was, I wanted to get it going right after I met you, but mm -hmm. you know, things take time and you got to find the right people and put them in position. So, uh, you know, it happened when it was supposed to. Good. You know yeah. So, Everything takes longer than you think it will. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah it do. I'm always in a rush for things, for yep. nothing. <laughs> I'm always late now. I was never a person who was ever late for anything, and I'm consistently an hour behind schedule is it, every day. Be honest with me. Is it because of other people, or is it because of you? It's definitely because of me, not other people. It's just I never think things will take, again, as long as they're actually going to take, yeah, yeah. and then they do like packing my car for deliveries i'm like 15 minutes no big deal and then i'm rifling around in my freezer trying to match orders with the inventory numbers and That's it's crazy. just an hour later i'm throwing well, it all in my car well mine's the same way the only reason i be late is because people when i tell them who i am they be like oh and they want to tell me everything right there and i'm like hey i told you what i got let's wait till we get there for that because i gotta move on yeah you know what i'm saying so but anyway thank you for driving all the way up here i know you had some runnings to do some drops to make and thank you for including me well thank you for having me on i'm excited yeah so when we start with a little bit about fall valley farms what you tell us about it absolutely so this started a couple years ago um, just, I've been a baker my entire life. I've always really enjoyed being in the kitchen and creating new things. 
I have a major sweet tooth and I kind of, I grew up in what they call now on TikTok an ingredient household. <laughs> so one where if you want a sweet treat, if you want something tasty, you got to rifle around in the pantry, make it yourself. Um, and so I don't know, I think my love of baking kind of came out of that. My great grandmother was kind of a big part of our story. She kind of grew up in the Great Depression making stuff by hand. And whenever you went to her house, there was always pie for dessert, always some sort of sweet treat. Um, and she taught my mom how to bake. And then my mom taught me and I learned a little bit from her as well. And so it was just kind of a big part of our family. Yeah. And I always kind of wanted to be a baker. Like when you're a kid, you get asked, like, "Oh, what do you want to do?" And I want to be a baker. I want to be a baker <laughs> or an author. I wanted to be a writer for Ooh, a little bit. Yeah, dope. I know, I know. I, I dressed up as a newspaper reporter for Halloween one year. I remember that. <laughs> um, That's dope. Good times. Um, and so, yeah, but you know, you grow up and you kind of, there's more to think about than just your dream job. It's how can you make it financially stable? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to live? And I kind of let the dream die for a little bit. I mean, being a commercial baker, that's, that's hard work. It's hard to get established. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in today's economy with eggs being a million dollars an egg and a million dollars and a half. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I went to the store the other day. I was like, seven ninety nine. I know. That's insane. Ah. I didn't believe it until I seen it. It's crazy. And then once I seen it, I was like, man, it's not lies. I gotta give me Do some, I like eggs? <laughs> I got to get me some chickens, yeah. <laughs> which is a goal of mine. You I'm should get chickens. To, They're fun. You got chickens? We had chickens, uh, yeah. but we liked our dogs more, and our dogs liked the chickens a lot. Ooh. So it was kind of tricky. We also live in the middle of nowhere, and so like- raccoons i think got our last batch of chickens oh that sucks yeah it's tricky well i i'm going to be getting some chickens here hopefully soon you should so i'm gonna put them in a little gated community in the back you know what i'm saying i love it and have a little warming station for them a little water spot you know what i'm saying well when you get chickens if you got eggs you let me know. I hey. will I will come pick up eggs. Hey, Brown's eggs. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Business number two. There you go. Actually, it's like, man, I got like four. Yeah. Man, I, I don't care. I'm, wow. Let's go. I got to I gotta get it. One of these businesses is going to take yeah. off. I got one and it's killing me. Hey. But. <laughs> and you killing it. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. It's like a murder, murder type A little thing. bit. Double homicide over <laughs> That's here. That's it. Hey, you killing it. What, all, what kind of products do y'all, this Fog Valley, offer? Yeah, we offer right now. Now we have our take and bake line. So Uh it's cookies that you bake at home. Um, So we have our chocolate chip cookie, the Mm. Grandma Kush's chocolate chip cookie, Mm. and the Summertime Jam, which is a lemon shortbread with little jam spots on them. Mm -hmm. Um, Really tasty. And we just released our Valentine's Day gift box, which is kind of limited edition, available until they run out. Um, and those have two special flavors, which were really fun. The Menage a Trois, which is a triple chocolate chip cookie. And then we have the Sweetheart oh, Cookie. Oh, huh? Right, the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's a sh- uh, sugar cookie. Wow. So those are kind of our our base to start. And I have a few things kind of cooking in the background that I'm trying to figure out the last little bits of to add in. Can you, can, so, can you say something? Should I say? I don't know. Someone's going to like mean, swoop in and, and like take it. Like, hey, yeah. Nah, that's not what we hear. I'll take it all um, out. And then I'll beat them up if they do. All right, all right. I, I got you. I'll give See? you the inside scoop. Security. <laughs> Security. Fifth job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just ordered pecans. I want to do a sticky bun. So a take oh and bake God. sticky bun. I am oh. fighting the packaging right now. That's, okay. you know, the no plastic 
yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. it's hard. It is. Because um, I need, so they'll be in like a little five inch like personal tin, mm-hmm. um, which means they need to go in a bag because they obviously won't fit in those little jars. And so I need to find like a compostable, plastic free, child proof, all the boxes bag mm. to fit those in. Um, and there's one approved by the CCB, but I've heard they take three months to come in. So oh, that's, that's too long. I don't want to do that. So you can't put them in like pie boxes or anything? It has to be something. They have to be child resistant, child proof, um, plastic free. They have to fit. So it's. It's so hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. Man. So. Hey, man, you ought to give them some sticky buns and yeah, be like, right. this needs to go out and have one of these Grandma Cook's cookies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nah, that's awesome. What's your favorite? Ooh. I really like the Manwaja. Again, the chocolate, chocolate, like the triple chocolate. I was super excited about that. Yeah, yeah. They were, they are delicious. If you are near a dispensary that sells them. Go get them. They're going to go fast. They're amazing. I, I can only imagine. I mean, it's chocolate, chocolate, and White I chocolate. believe it's more chocolate. More chocolate. Yeah. Like, I mean, what can, what can, why wouldn't that be your favorite? Right? I've seen the Grandma Kush cookies, and I thought that was like a dope name because you got that, like that mama's, that, that grandma feel. Yeah, the home every, style. Yeah, everybody has a grandma or an, an a older person in their family, whether it's an aunt when they were kids that made chocolate chip cookies yes. or some type of something. Like, come on over and have some of that these. That was the idea. It was kind of like you're coming home. When I was a kid, I always wanted to come home from school and have that <sighs> mom that like made me chocolate chip cookies. I mean, my mom, she's a badass. She works really hard. And yeah. so she was always at work and like, go her. But yeah. it was always like, I just, just, man. I just want some cookies when I come. I was the same boat. I wanted, So I had I, to make my own and here we are. <laughs> there you go. And you did it. Yeah. And, and that was mine. Mine was the well. Like I remember going to friend's house and they knew that she, they were bringing friends over. And they would have like cookies and Capri Suns and Sunny Delight. Like y'all have that, and I'm like, I can eat all of this, right? <laughs> so yeah, but that's awesome. Like you just you just make them, freeze them, package them. Yeah, it's that simple. And you take them home, the instructions on them, and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're super easy. They all bake at the yeah. same three fifty eight to ten minutes. So no matter, you could cook a variety of cookies. Sometimes we throw like half and half on a sheet and they bake the same, which is Uh amazing. Um, And also, you know, you don't have to keep referring to the directions. Yeah, because you can just, you know, and you know, if you're a regular, you know, if they're good, you might have to look at them a time or two. (laughs) (laughs) That's dope. So usually I ask people like about smoking and things like that, but you're not a, a, a smoker, correct? Nope. I don't smoke. It's it's that just like, do you eat it or? Yeah, typically I eat it. I don't know. I could probably pass a drug test right now. Like I don't consume yeah, yeah. regularly at all. I think it's just, I'm so busy yeah. that I just, the end of the day comes. I'm like, I want chocolate and to go to bed. Like there's <laughs> nothing else happening here. Yeah. I'm definitely more of an eater than like a smoker or a drinker for sure. That's um, cool. Yeah. And so, you know, I smoked a little bit in college, like casually yeah, just yeah. with friends, you know, um, but I, it always makes my lungs feel super heavy. And mm. even the next day, like, it just makes me so anxious. I'm yeah. like, what have I done to myself? <laughs> are so, you a, are, do you drink? A little bit, yeah. yeah. But again, more socially, it's yeah. not something I do very often. Me, I as well. Like, yeah. I, uh, I like to drink the most when I'm grilling. 
Yep. Like I have a beer or a cider because I don't drink beers. Ooh, that ciders are, are the best. Oh, man. They're my favorite. Look, I got one in the fridge and it's, oh my God, it's so good. It's a winter blend. Ooh. And uh, it only comes out around this time of the year. So I travel. Like I went to every, y'all got this, y'all got <laughs> this. But I'll, I'll have to put you on. Yeah. You know what I'm after this. Have you been to Woodchuck in Middlebury? Speaking back to Middlebury. I have not. I I drove past it, but I've, so I'm, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm not a fan of like commercial ciders. Like Angry Orchard and things like that. I'm not so my my go to cider is when I've always drank was uh, Citizen Cider. Citizen like, is super good. It is so good. And the Dirty Mayor. I was just gonna say that yeah. it's the best. Man, it's ginger. Like what what what? But I've tried like Angry Orchard and it has a beeriness. You know, like yeah. it has that saying all the. I don't want to say they all taste the same, but you know, if you drink Citizen Cider, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? this ain't a promotion for them, but it's my favorite. Unless y'all trying to. I was going to say, we could get paid. <laughs> hey, y'all, unless y'all trying to. <laughs> so, um, what's your usual, like, what is usually your day-to-day run for your um, edibles? Like, how do you... Like what's your what's your range of where you put them? You said how many how many dispensers are they in? Yeah, I'm in twelve now. Every week uh-huh. it's kind of add on a couple more as I can. Yeah. Um, but typically I kind of one week I'll head north and deliver. The next week I'll head south. So I'll you know uh-huh. Pine Grove Organics, Mountain Girl Cannabis, heading down to Woodstock and then down to Juniper Lane and Bennington, over to Brattleboro Bud Barn. Yeah. Um, and then make my way back home. So that's dope. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's dope. So one of the other questions I usually have for people is because of this is cannabis. When you have kids, like, do you plan on passing this knowledge on to them, like about cannabis and letting them be like not cannabis connoisseurs, but letting them know like. This is what mommy does. This is what we do. This is our family business. That's such a fascinating question. And I think it's interesting because like, so I was an anthropology student in college and we read a book about alcohol in the U.S. versus in Europe and kind of like the culture around alcohol and how binge drinking is promoted when you kind of make something unavailable to people. So in the North, it became very much like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to drink it. And we have a huge culture of binge drinking in the U.S. because of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas you go to Europe and, you know, glass of wine at dinner, you know, you go out to lunch even on a business day and it's a glass of wine or whatever. Um, and kids learn to drink at home. And I think it's a lot healthier of a culture. Um, but it is interesting growing up here in the U.S., you do have that no, don't do it until you're 21. But I think it is something that I would talk to my kids about, like how to consume safely and in a healthy manner. And when is it okay to consume? And I don't think I would be like, oh, you're 14 years old here. Eat a cookie. Um, But as they got older, as it kind of- want to get high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, I think as kids get older, you know, as a parent, you would need to kind of educate them on how to be a functioning adult, what is safe and what is unsafe, so that they learn it from a safe place and not by going out with their friends and trying it in an environment that might not be super safe. Um, So I think that's really important. And I'm sure as I become like when I become a parent, um, and it's time to navigate that. It'll be something I do think a lot about. That's good. I think the 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 big part in that was 
we have to teach them, yeah. have to learn. Because I was I was in the military and I was stationed in Germany. And I used to go to people's houses and have dinners and they would have kids like drinking beer. Yeah. And it was the craziest thing. I'm like, y'all allow this? But it's just not just drinking. It's just like like sex and and yeah. the body, just not even sex, but just the body and how the they show the body mm-hmm. and like keeping it away from from is going to make them just that more. The more you say no, the more they want to know. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm, and we, me, I'm pretty sure you and the world is like the same way. The more your parents push, the more you're going to find a way to get to it. Yeah. So I think that the same thing, like I'm totally on board with my children knowing and growing that knowledge and passing that knowledge down properly. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, I use, I have my daughter, I have, sometimes I have plants out in the backyard and I try to take my daughter and be like, hey, look, you, look come over here and see what I'm doing. And she'll just sit there and be, oh, so, <laughs> this is so boring. Dad, it's just a plant. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're right. It's just it a is. Plant. <laughs> it's just a plant. So even though she ain't like, oh, I want to do, you know, she's aware mm-hmm. that it's just a plant. Yeah. You know, and that's awesome because the stigma a long time ago was this is a bad thing. This is horrible. Reefer madness. I need I wanna get a a poster somewhere in here, a reefer madness poster. I'll go along with the stickers and everything. I love because, the stickers. Yeah, thank you. I keep getting distracted. <laughs> so it's funny because sometimes if I if I was to run out of conversation, I can just look somewhere randomly and be like, Yo, I seen your vehicle outside. And like, <laughs> you know, it's something always. And when I start filming this podcast, I want to be able to take these walls, you know what I'm saying, and be able to show them, you know what I'm saying? And because, I mean, I put in a lot of work, you know, it's awesome to talk about, but I'd rather, I'd rather show it. Yeah. You know. 100%. So you don't have stickers, do you? I do have stickers. You do? Did you I bring some? Stickers. Oh, of yes, course. Yes. So this is the canna table. And so this table, we are just starting to look at the game. I have multiple stickers. I got it's, big stickers and I got my little stickers and I so don't know what else is in here. I don't know if you've realized, but I'm a bit of a um a, a sticker fanatic. I think I picked uh, it up. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I, I kind of gives the vibes in here. So I want people to sticker the table with their stickers because eventually I'm going to retire this table because I like being broke at the beginning because, as you see, everything's a little wobbly. and you know. But it's a growing thing. So if you could, in the middle of my podcast and the first person to do so, can you tag my table in the middle of the podcast? One hundred percent. Wherever you want to. to. All Where, right. Oh, wherever I to you pick. want. I was starting right here, but I want you to pick where it goes. No, I was gonna say, do I go with the cluster or do I kind of break away? Hey. I feel like I need to mark my spot here. Your spot. It's your spot. It's my spot. <laughs> I think it deserves a big sticker. It does. It does. One hundred percent. I'm going to also be like I said. Put this on the, when I retire this table. I'm going to break it in half. And it's going to be like a backdrop of all the people that came on and things like that. So, 
These are these are my my past guests that I have. It's on there. It's permanent. That's great. It's not going off. Wouldn't want to if it was to, if it was to. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you don't consume. Like the questions I end with is usually I want to find out about what you like to smoke, but you don't like to smoke. And so, no. um, so one question besides you know that's not smoking is. What do you like to do outside of making edibles and driving around the state of Vermont, dropping them off? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's my whole life right now. I joke that, like, I don't have hobbies. Like, I have a day off, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. I think because I don't smoke, I don't drink a ton, I have to work really hard to kind of maintain, like, a relaxed and balanced environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that is I exercise a ton. So I love to work out. I love to be active and feel really strong i feel like i have to feel kind of strong just i'm carrying stuff around all the time um big boxes in and out of the house over to work back home whatnot um and so i really enjoy kind of i hop on the spin bike i go for a run gosh i miss it being warm because like going outside and just enjoying being outside is one of my favorite things to do um we have a I don't ski. So what? I have, I know it's crazy. I live in Vermont. I don't ski. I don't either. So yeah, I, mean, I actually, um, I have a bone disease. So like a genetic mm. brittle bone mm-hmm. thing. It's fine. I'm like, I'm not as brittle as I was when I was a kid. I've yeah. kind of like, you know, you grow out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but skiing would end with a trip to the hospital. Yeah, I think. No, we don't want that. Yeah. So that just sounds kind of embarrassing. And nah, that's it's super fun. It's not embarrassing. I mean, it's who you are. It's part yeah. of, I mean, and I I do not have none of those, but I feel like one good fall with me down that mountain, it could hurt myself and probably two or three others on the way down. <laughs> yeah. No, I drive past the mountains and I see people going down the slopes and I'm like, those are really steep. Yes. I was like, that's crazy. I remember going to Sugarbush mm-hmm. and uh, there was... Going, I went up to the main lodge, and behind the main lodge was this this huge mountain, and you just seen this person coming down the mountain. I mean, exaggerately, he was probably going like a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> but like for real, it was, it was he was moving expeditiously. Yeah. Like, and I was like, man, them knees it. Oh, I started rubbing my. I gotta go home again. Have some Epsom salt for these knees. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like we have. Uh, I watch skiers. Like it's so much. My daughter, she's doing snowboarding. Mm-hmm. She, snowboarding she, is so cool. It, I always think snowboarders are super cool. I'm like, I mean, skiing. This is how it started with snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like she was like, should I ski or snowboard? And I'm like, do what you want to. But if you want to be cool, <laughs> <laughs> so she loves it. She she said she failed today five times, and that's more than a lot less than yesterday. And that's she's so great. tired. She you could tell like she been putting in work. So. Yeah, that's amazing. But it's dope that you you know what I'm saying you get out and run and stuff. I mean Vermont is the place for that. It is. It's beautiful. I don't yeah. run outside in the winter. That's a hard pass for me. I seen somebody doing it like a like a few days ago. I mean, it was Crazy. a little warm, but still, like people out on the side of the road, people riding pla- yeah. past. They all dirty on one yeah. side, getting <laughs> splashed. I'm like, hey, it's a different level of dedication. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely not where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but I also have a dog, so I loved yeah. seeing your dog. That was great. Um, <laughs> and so I came home yesterday. 
I was just going to swing by the house, grab something and go. But he was so excited to see me. He was like, someone's home. This is going to be fun. And so it was nice out. And I was like, I can't. I can't just leave. I can't do that. And so I took him out and we went on a nice walk for a little bit and just up and down the driveway, which was nice. And I don't know. I really have a good time just being outside, being in the sun and playing with him. And he just loves to just play fetch as we walk and just be a dog. (laughs) It's so great. I'm like, you're so carefree. I wonder what it's like to be you. Right. He, my dog, he's, as you see, he's very jumpy. Mm-hmm. He has that poodle energy. Yeah. P- poodle energy. But he's uh, he's great personality. Like, as you see, like, I still walk him. You can, when you're going down the driveway, you'll see that slanted where me and him mm-hmm. was walking down the mountain, walking up the mountain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he loves it. But um, it was crazy these past few days when it got cold. He's a Newfie boo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, he'll be all right. But it got like negative twenty two. I was like, I was like, I had to have a, I had to give him a prep talk. Like, <laughs> hey man, we going out. You need to handle your business. So we can get back in before we both get stuck out there. Yep. And uh, we went out. I took him out early in the morning, and he had the. He used the bathroom. He was doing his feet, not trying to stand. Used the bathroom, but I seen the gray hairs on his back. Yep. And I was like, wow, you're getting a lot. And then I got in, I touched them, and it was all like icicles. Oh, my god! And we wasn't even outside like three minutes. It was freezing. Yeah. So cold. The kind of cold where you go outside and you're like, nose hairs freeze it, as yes. you breathe in. Absolutely yep. not. I I'm would. like running to my car. <laughs> I'm so glad I got a garage. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah. This is my first house with a garage. So, mm-hmm. like. When I when I say I was like mm, good selling point for me so but uh yeah man I'm really glad you got to come out and chop it up with me and talk about what you got going on uh yeah tell them where to find you at yes yeah, so you can go on my website fogvalleyfarm.com mm-hmm. super simple super easy um and we have a whole tab of the retailers that we sell at and mm-hmm. I made I was really proud of myself it was early one morning and I made a whole like interactive <laughs> Google map hey. and I inserted it into my website I was like wow am I a coder now <laughs> hey, maybe I, is, maybe I should get out of this and start I know, code. right? <laughs> I was like can I add this to my resume <laughs> possibly um so yeah you can go on our website and play around with that map we also have a list down below with a whole bunch of logos of all the places we're at um yeah, just all over the state, which is really awesome. I don't know. It's very fulfilling to look at that and see, wow, look at how far I've come in just yeah. a year. So that's dope. Go check I'm gonna be up update, updating my website here soon. So but I can only imagine like how it feels once you've got all your projects and all your places that you've that you're that your product is at. Yeah. Like, it's it's so, amazing. And it's yeah. crazy. Like in the day to day you don't you don't think about how far you've come. You know, you're just kind of like what's on today's to-do list. But then, you know, every once in a while you stop and you look back and you're like, wow, in May I was still in school. Mm. And then, you know, I got my, I had my pre-approval, but like nothing really else. And then the summer goes along and it's like, oh, I have insurance now. And, oh, I'm working with a lawyer. And, oh, my license is submitted. And, wait, I have a kitchen now. And everything just kind of like builds on itself. And then you're here. What is it? eight months later, something like that. And suddenly you have a business that's functioning and doing what it's supposed to do. And that's, I don't know, you feel really proud when that happens. And in a coined market, especially in the cannabis uh, community. Because, I mean, like I said, when you get cookies and stuff, it's, it's, you got to eat them in a hurry. 
Mm-hmm. Especially with these kind of cookies, you gotta eat them in a hurry. So they got they got product in them. You don't want them to waste. Yeah. But with these, they're already frozen. All you gotta do is cut the oven on. Exactly. And like a fresh baked cookie is so much better than one on, you man. eat at the gro- like. There's nothing better. That softness better. and like the warmth, <sighs> you just can't replicate that by throwing it in the microwave. It. Negative. Nope. Negative. And it's pretty easy. Like if you don't know how to bake cookies, read. You'll learn. <laughs> you should learn. It's. It'll change your life. It That's will. all I can tell you. I, I meant to tell you that, too. I'm a baker as well. I went to New England Culinary, oh, got awesome. my associates in baking and pastries and graduated um, with my bachelor's in food and beverage You probably business. know more than I do. <laughs> I, you know what? Well, the school's closed now. I skated. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, I it's, didn't know that. Yeah, it closed. It's, uh, I think I graduated in 18. I think the last class was 20 or 21. Really? Yeah, so it's not even a school anymore. But I skated through. I told one of my friends that was in school, watch me take this pain. As long as you have something in your hand, you'll always look busy and nobody will never mess with you. (laughs) And I made 10 circles around the kitchen and said, excuse me, every time. And all I had was a little water and an eight-inch hotel pan. Oh, my God. Just a little, excuse (laughs) me, and everybody moved out the way behind you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you are really busy running around 12 dispensaries. Yep. So. It was so last week we launched the Valentine's Day gift box. Yeah. Um and that idea came to life less than a month before I released them. And so yeah. it was a whirlwind. It was like, I don't know if I can do this, but I love the idea. So when I first kind of started playing around with starting an edibles business. I made little gift boxes for friends and family, just mm-hmm. kind of like, here, try this out. Is this good? Is this something that's going to work? And the very first box I did was a Valentine's Day gift box. And so that was, it was super fun to kind of come full circle Yeah, my very first year and actually put out a gift box that was kind of the start of it all, like yeah. a couple years ago. And so that was really cool to see, but just the... No one ever thinks about the amount of work that goes into a product. You know, mm. you get it off the shelf and you're like, dope, here it is. Exactly. You know, someone just, I made the cookie dough balls and put it in. But in reality, you know, you have that jar there. I get all the jars. I have to wash them all. Um, and then I have to, like, edit the labels and print them. And then I have to wrap the jars with the labels. And then I get the lids, but I have to put the stickers on the lids. And then I have to keep track of everything I have to put on the bottom. There's like the ID sticker on it. And so that correlates to the batch that it is. And so then it goes into the boxes and the boxes are labeled with like what the batch ID is. And then I bring them all to work and I've like pack them all up with like matching the jar to the batch. And then you have to close them up, put on tamper strips. Don't forget the little bake tag. And then (laughs) it's just like there's so many steps, the process that creates it it's a very lengthy process and so yes it is again going back to the valentine's day gift box suddenly it wasn't just the usual like there's the jars in there they're all set to go you could sell them individually but then they have to go into a box you have to set up the box this box itself has three stickers on it so Mm -hmm. like putting the stickers on i spent eight hours one day just getting everything labeled and ready to go oh wow which was crazy because that was yeah so it's all kind of like I made everything and then I had, I finished baking on Monday. I was going to label on Tuesday 
I was supposed to label like Monday night kind of into Tuesday and then package and then delivery number one on Wednesday, delivery number two on Thursday. And I have a really small freezer. I'm kind of like maxing out my kitchen space right now. And so I knew I wouldn't be able to put everything into boxes the night before because it wouldn't all fit in my freezer. I would have to kind of package it, put it in the freezer and then move it to the coolers as I got closer to delivery, like mm-hmm. within the hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Tuesday rolls around. I kind of got behind. I kind of, you know, things always take longer. That's it. Circling That's back. It. Um, and I ended up doing most of my labeling on Tuesday. And it ended up being like an eight-hour process. So by the time I was leaving my house, my parents were coming home from work. And my dad was like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to work. And he was like, it's five. And I was like, yep. Um, so going to work, package everything. And I think I worked from 7 a.m. until midnight that entire week. Just crazy. a crazy cycle of getting up, doing it again, getting up, going, getting up, going. And again, it's one of those things like you wouldn't do that for any other job. Like it is That's only it. when you work for yourself yes. that you put in that effort because you're so proud of the outcome. Yes. Like I finished delivering that Thursday and I was like – Holy shit, yeah. I did it. That's like, right, yes. <laughs> I put out, I think it was 215 Valentine's Day gift boxes. I worked crazy hours. And I'm like, I was so proud of how they turned out because mm-hmm. it was literally blood, sweat, and tears. I went into that, um, not actually into the cookies, sanitary. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's so much work and only you realize how much work it is. That's true. I mean, I'm the same way when it comes to this podcast. Like, I leave the schedule open just as I did with you. Yeah. When can you do it? Like, yeah. I don't care what time on the weekends we can plan something out because you're a business owner. You have things you have to do. You got places you have to be. And it's not all about me. You know what I'm saying? But if you're in the area... You know what I'm saying? I, I gotta stop That's <laughs> it. And I'm glad we got to link up. Like, yeah. I, it's 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 funny, like, because all the people that I've met along the way, everywhere at this one particular event, and now I'm reaching back out and like, hey, I've been, yeah, it's, I'm definitely, I've been listening and things like that. So it's good, like, that this is such a tight-knit community and everybody's helpful. The community you know? is amazing. Yeah. I can't imagine opening a business in any other cannabis community just because how like homegrown the Vermont cannabis community is has been incredible like everyone is so nice and again like I came at this as a baker like I didn't know that much about cannabis like we've talked about I don't smoke I Mm -hmm. don't consume very regularly even edibles like occasionally but it's not kind of one of my main hobbies or things I like to do and so but I love the idea of it. I love what cannabis can do, what it can stand for, yeah. um, and how it can help people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the reasons I kind of went into strain specific is I wanted people to kind of research the effects that they wanted. And they wouldn't just have to gamble on a distillate that has a mishmash of whatever strains in it just for mm-hmm. that THC. Um, and so kind of creating a product that would be really beneficial and really help people. And so it was really enjoyable to dive into the research, but it was daunting at the same time to go out into the community and tell people like, hey, I'm starting a business, but can you help me? Like asking for help is something we're not really accustomed to. And it's kind of awkward. But everyone has been so welcoming and been so amazing. Like, that's so cool. Like, I'd love to help you. Like, 
that was a passion of mine, but I, you know, I settled on growing, but I'd still love to kind of chat with you about what you're working on. And so it was really great to kind of feel welcomed by the community. And especially as someone who is so young, um, I was worried I would come into this and people would just kind of like shunt me aside. Like, oh, what do you know? You haven't been part of the legacy market. Like you don't smoke, like no way that's going to work. But everyone was really excited about it and kind of has turned a dream into a reality. Do you have a particular grower that you get your cannabis from? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, I get from Mad River Terpenes in okay. Starksboro. Orion's great. Um, and I also get a lot of my stuff from Old Growth Vermont. I don't know if you've met Jesse and Shane. I have not, but I they were just on my radar today. Yeah, I just you should reach their, out. They're awesome. Um, their little, the jar, I think it was some type of sweet treat uh strain i can't remember was it strawberry rhubarb pie yes because that is what is in the shortbread cookies oh really i just got um a friend game over and uh we had to do some recording and so he brought me that he was like yo you should try to get these people on the show they're awesome again shane was one of the guys who was like i love what you're doing with the edibles like i want to help you make strain specific edibles that really play with flavors and what it goes into. And so we had a great meeting. Gosh, we probably talked for like an hour and a half about just kind of how to play with the strains. And I learned a ton. And so again, people who are just so welcoming and so helpful um, mm-hmm. are really great to work with and really what make the community what it is. It's it's very warm and welcoming. I felt the same way and not seeing that many people that look like me. I'm like, I don't really want to go like actually where we met. Um, La Finca Farms. Yeah. I always forget. I'm like, I always, people bring up the event and I'm like, oh, we went to that barn on top that, of the mountain yeah. with the dirt road and there were a lot <laughs> of cars. A, a lot of, yeah, to park like a mile down the I road. I forget what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> but I met so many great people there and with you. And it was awesome how your mother was kind of setting the setting the, the carpet for you to pull up. Yes. Like she was going to meet people. And- I brought my mom along specifically for that. <laughs> I'm such an introvert and like so shy i'm like i don't want i mm, going up talking to random people starting that conversation so i was like mom you want to come you you you're chatty throw me an alley mom (laughs) and And she did a great job yeah she did a great job she came up to me and we started talking and i was like what are you doing in cannabis? And she was like, it's not me. It's my daughter. She's right over there talking. Yeah. So yeah, she really hyped you up and yeah. really set the ball. Like, no, just she's to great. I wanted, so originally when we kind of started this, it was going to be me and her. Like we were going to do it together. And, yeah. but she has a full-time job. You know, I obviously couldn't pay her, her salary yeah. right off the gate. I can barely pay myself. <laughs> it's kind of like that starting a business. That's you just it. like invest everything back in. That's it. Um, And so it just kind of didn't work out for her to start the business with me, but she still loves to kind of like help out when she can. But again, it's so hard with all the restrictions, like people can't be in my kitchen unless they're an employee and they're licensed. And so there's a lot of hurdles. So I've kind of, it's kind of become like my baby and my baby only. Um, But it was still really fun to kind of go down the exploratory path with her. Again, it's nice to have someone in your corner who can kind of hold your hand a little bit when you're stepping out into something mm-hmm. totally unknown yeah. where, you know, you don't feel isolated. You don't feel like it's crazy. Um, there's someone else there to kind of be your sounding board. And mom, who better, who better right? else? <laughs> right? <laughs> who better else? Yeah. Uh, so that's dope that you got like 
uh, it's it's a supported business. Yes. I know it's 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 different for a lot of people. A lot of young people are like, I want to grow cannabis. I want to grow, you know what I'm saying? And they, eh, I don't think, you know, it's not a good idea. But in this day and age, like, it's to be expected, you know. And yeah. it's good that you had or have a good support system behind you. 100%. Too. I always, people always ask me why I say like we, when I talk about the business, like we, our, and I'm like, because it's so weird to say my, and like, I'm going to do this because yeah. it's not just me. Like I wouldn't be here if it was just me, <laughs> just because there is so much that goes into it and you need so much help. And yeah. It yeah, I would not be here if it was just. I do the same thing. My thing. Yeah. I do the same thing. It just is me in this room interviewing. But when uh, when you come over, we're going to get you set up for the podcast, and we're going to yeah. when you come in, it's 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 just me. You know, sometimes my wife is somewhere around doing something, but yeah, it's it's great to have a support system like that. So yeah. Well, Martha, look. I got some cookies to bake. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> so thank you so much for coming out. Can you tell them where to find you on Instagram as well? Yeah, Fog Valley Farm, Vermont, right on Instagram. That's it. You can yeah. find all these tasty treats, and y'all get out there and get these uh, these uh, special boxes for your ladies or men, you know, whichever. You know. Or just yourself. Yourself. Why not treat yourself? Like Every time I go to the grocery store, I'm like, do I need a Valentine's Day box of chocolate? You know I, I I was went to the dollar store to get something, and I looked up and they had these whole rows of just heart boxes, and I was Those like, I got a big heart, <laughs> so I can get myself a big heart. Yes. And so, but I'm gonna wait till the like 15th and 16th when they're trying to get rid of them, and they mark them like yep. halfway off. So then I can buy myself three for the price of one. I like it. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have so many businesses. What, see, there you, I'm going to start hustling chocolates in a bag. Yeah. Business number six. Here we go. <laughs> well, look, thank you for coming out and thank y'all for listening. I greatly appreciate y'all. Y'all look out for me on Instagram, Canisations Podcast. We're going to have a lot more people coming on soon and y'all continue to listen. Martha, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. We out.